Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 133 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful monday of bets also known as september 27th 2020 one also known as before we go anywhere the birthday of the mother who birthed me so we would not have a talk in the line podcast if it was not for her so happy birthday mom mama kim happy birthday to you i'll probably say that about 15 more times during today's show before we get into that show please make sure you take a few moments too smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube might as well hit that notification bell as well after you get done hitting that subscribe button so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew but if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit the subscribe button there if you have not already as we always do release the audio after every live show is complete next item up on the doc it wherever you are watching if you could be so kind or listening and you can find it in your heart you got a few extra seconds to do so also smash that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over in the live chat if you are watching live all of that good stuff hit the share button send it on over to your friends relatives uncles enemies neighbors everybody in between the ttl pod is for all the first time better all the way to the daily degenerate we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do all of those things. And it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, in one convenient location, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew's social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show i am your humble host colton colt 45 captain colt sroka and i can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some locks insights analysis as much as we don't like to say locks but boy oh boy my friends we are coming off yet another winning weekend. We hope by this time we have proved to you that the proof is in the pudding. We had our first wheel spinning weekend, but we'll talk all about that in just a little while. Not much of a wheel spin at all as I let that term come out of my face. All that being said, 
I've said a lot of we. I've said a lot of us, a lot of crew, but I have neglected to bring in the second half of the TTL Sports Media family. The man that sits to my left on every episode of the TTL pod and in a box to my left on every episode of the Wise Words podcast every single Wednesday dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Free plug. Ladies and gentlemen, help me bring him on in. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and resident TTL cheesehead coming off of a beautiful victory last night. Mr. Riley, R-Max, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, Title Town pal? My man, was there a game last night? I, uh, you know, I, I snoozed ah, out off. early. <laughs> Ooh, baby, he is a bad man. Uh, that was my uh, anti-Stephen uh, A impression there. Hey, he, he is, is a, a bad man, bad period. Bad man, <laughs> bad man. Now, hey, I admit, I admit, if you saw the TTL page, get a little... Lackluster last night after the first quarter. Maybe my personal page as well on the old bird app. Hey, it's getting a little harder for old 25-year-old Colt to stay up, but that's why we got the second. It's a job, man. Hey, it's a job to do. I mean, like, it's Sunday. I I know, it's a job to stay up. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. It's a job to try and stay up all the way through everything. Sometimes I get a little snoozy. Made it through week one, week two, no problemo Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Little bit of an issue going into uh, Sunday night football, but hey, good thing we have our resident cheesehead here so we can fill us in on anything that I might have missed, even though I went back and watched the highlights. Nonetheless, we will talk about every week two game on t- or week three game, holy shit, on tomorrow's show. You guys know the drill Tuesday's recap, Wednesday's look ahead, but today we got everything Monday night football. Hey, what's up, TB27? Welcome into the live show, my friend. And uh, also, one more time, happy birthday, Mama. Cannot tell you how much I appreciate you, all your support, all your love. Had an absolute blast. Got to spend a birthday weekend with her Very this nice. weekend. And, uh, Very nice. All that being said, happy birthday, Best Mama. Best wishes. Happy, happy birthday. All right, so... We got a loaded show today, my friend. We got a lot to get into. So without further ado, let's tell these kind folks what they got. First things first, we got everything Monday Night Football. We do. We got Eagles versus Cowboys. Okay. We're going to have your picks mm-hmm. and my picks. Mm-hmm. Now, we are lining up once again on the spread and on the game total. So it seems to be that we it's are working out pretty well for us, shooting in the right direction. Yeah, it's been for working sure. out for us. For sure. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Now, before I tell you all about what's coming up uh-huh. here, us being a full transparency oh, oh, show oh, and all here sure, at the sure. TTL pod. I can't just gloss over, act like, oh, hey, this weekend never happened. Because, you know, sometimes we do have bad days. Sometimes we will not cash the most tickets as we expected to. But once again, not this weekend, friends. We took some tickets straight to the pay window. And if you bet with us, you best believe it, my friends. We cashed damn tickets. So first things first, let's uh, recap a little bit of that college action here. Uh, all that being said, we had a 9-5 and five day. If you went with me overall, I won't go all the way through them, but you can see there on the left half of your screen. And then you got our mags picks uh, pretty much lined up on a good, good majority of them, but uh, all also went four and three, so solid weekend from you as well. So not bad. across the board, not bad. Not Had a couple other shy. side plays that cash, so yeah. I think overall it was a little better than that. But. So even a hell of a time, which I'll remind you guys in just a moment to follow us on the Action Network app and where you can find us there. But 
as for NFL yesterday. Solid day, four and four day from or four and two day for me, and then uh, three and three day for Mag. So overall across the board, nice, uh, nice little five and four day. Nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing insane, but uh, or five and three day. I apologize. Five of course, and three day. Of course, nothing uh, crazy though. Nothing crazy. Nothing uh, outlandish to write home about. But five and three is still hey, a positive. Our day worst in my NFL book, weekend and still. Pretty damn solid. Still pretty damn solid. Uh, cash some plus monies. And hey, reminder once again, follow us on the Action Network app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Mr. Mags is at rmags, all caps. And then you can follow the Talking the Line best bets at Talking the Line. Mm-hmm. I know it's super hard to remember, but I'll take all of these down real quick. There's the entire weekend recap. But why I wanted to tell you is because I put out a three-leg parlay that I was extremely, extremely confident in. Sent it to uh, a couple of my buddies as well and uh, said, hey, lock this bad boy in. Bengals, Vikings, and Rams was overly confident and uh, put a nice little 25 spot on there to win three hundos. So, very nice. Very nice little parlay cash uh, to the end of the week because it was just going to be like a one-two unit weekend. Yeah, so. 100%. I got a nice little three-legger on the Packers. SGP as well. Yeah. So had a nice yeah. night there. 2-0 and on my Packers extra cheddar blog. Ooh, I love to hear it. I absolutely love to hear it. Well, we'll keep it rocking and rolling. No hesitation, no delay. Uh, we got more tickets to cash. We got yes, more sir, stuff to talk about. So I already told you, we're lining up on the spread and the game total for tonight's game. Eagles and Cowboys game is at the star. But... Neither one of us are worried about that shit, and uh, you can probably tell where we're leaning there, and uh, you'll just have to wait, stick around. We'll give you all the analysis and the picks. I also have a money line play in addition. You do? A little half-unit money line play, if I do say so myself. And then I got two props. Mags has two props. We'll call it – or one prop, I'm sorry. We'll call it one prop me, one prop him, and then I don't really consider any time touchdown scores. I guess they're a prop, but they're just like – they're, they're a league all in and, in and of themselves, I, guess. I feel it is a like. Prop, but though. it is a prop, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's I guess. definitely a prop. I guess. Either way. So three Either props way. in total coming from all of us. Two from me, one from Max. All that being said, you didn't come here for the gibberish, the jabberish, the gab and the gossip. You didn't You didn't come around for no. that stuff, and we understand that. Maybe. So maybe you did because we, we, we do tend to get some good vibes rolling <laughs> from time to time. However, that all being said. <laughs> Stop the drama, cut the nonsense, quit all the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks, insights, and analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, it's time to get into the first segment of episode number 133 on this beautiful, so you don't have to check your calendar again, September 27th, 2021. Without further ado, you know where we go. Our mags. Best bets of the day. Now, before we go anywhere, please, if you are watching live and in prime time, or maybe at a later time, and you're still sipping on the black elixir of the gods, to me, to you, and to every single one of you out there, take your sip, and let's have a damn show. Oh, child, please. Oof, I got my timing and you doing that down pretty well. Woo! All right, showtime, baby. <laughs> you know the drill. Turn those speakers way on up. Open those ear holes wide. And get ready to be penetrated into your dome pieces with nothing but stone-cold facts and knowledge from the legendary Armags. And as always, partner, 
You have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. Where should I start here? The spread total, my prop. Which one are you um, feeling here? Which one should I dive let's, into? You know what? Go ahead. Start with your prop. Okay. And I'll knock out my prop, and then we'll kind of consider, since we'll kind of be going back and forth, Okay. we'll uh, go back to the spread and total. So I like start it. with your prop. All righty. So my one and only prop for this evening, I am going to the Dallas Cowboys offense for this one, and I am taking the uh, Mr. Tony Pollard over 30 and a half rushing yards in this one tonight running back number two for the Dallas Cowboys I think he's gonna have a solid night here tonight partner this Eagles defense has looked very very solid but not so much in the running aspect of things they do have a decent number as far as yards per carry but as far as total yards I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be running this ball. I don't think, uh, you know, they, Tony Pollard has had two very different games. Week one, three carries, 14 yards. Week two, 13 carries, 109 yards. Mm -hmm. That week one game was very much a we have to pass every single down to get ourselves back into this game, keep ourselves in this game with the Tampa Bay offense. Big time. Whereas last week it was a, uh, you know, a very tight game and a very balanced offense for the Cowboys. And I'm not saying he puts up 100 yards tonight by any means. I definitely don't expect that. But I do expect a balance, balanced offensive attack here. And I honestly expect right around 10 carries. And with his average of well over 4 yards per carry, not only in his career, but 7.7 .7 so far this year, you give me 8 carries at least. I have no issues taking this 30.5. Do your line shopping because I did see 31, 32 in a couple spots. I believe 30.5 was on FanDuel, I do believe. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I think he gets at least 8 carries and with that yards per carry i don't see any reason why he won't go over this total no. the only way i see it happening is if uh you know it's like that game one or a week one where they're passing every single down but i absolutely do not expect that whatsoever so no reason to put it that juju out in this world i, don't even, I believe right. it's going to kind of be yeah. a defensive battle um there will be a few big plays here or there a couple of game breaking passing plays sure. and rushing plays and i do believe if any dallas running back is going to have one of those game breaking rushing plays it is going to be misty mr tony Pollard. I so how about you. that for a cherry on top of your I love sunday it. Over i appreciate there, it uh first prop and only prop coming from my partner today over 30 and a half rushing yards for rb2 Tony Pollard at the star. Love All it. right. Quickly, we'll go over to my props, and then we'll come back. I guess we'll uh, we'll just take away the Armag's best bets and yeah. the Colts best bets and best bets, and we'll just talk about <laughs> it after that. Having a hell of a time get out, getting out those words this morning. That all being said, let's flick it over real quick. My best bets of the evening. Uh, I do have two props coming at you, but from one guy. Yes, sir. Mr. Heisman winner, Devontae Smith. I am going to his receiving yard total, and I'm also uh, sprinkling a little bit on a little sum sum. But first things first, Devontae Smith over 55 and a half receiving yards. In my mind, he has to be Hurts' guy this week. Uh, we kind of looked a little bit at Rager, uh, talked about him a little bit before the show, but the the yardage total is just too good to be true. And I think that if any receiver is going to go off here tonight, it is going to be Devontae. Uh, I think he has at least 70. I really think that's where he's going to be just because of his target share. He's combined for 15 targets in the first two weeks. Okay. He had six in uh, week one, and then he had, or he had eight in week one and seven in week two. Now, week one, he caught six of those eight. In week two, he only caught two of right. the seven. So I see some positive regression back to the mean, very similar to that 71-yard performance in week one against Atlanta and not the week two performance that was only 16 yards against the 49ers. Right. That all being said, 
I do believe this is a big bounce back spot for him. I do believe we see at least that 75 yards. And because of all of that and him being the guy tonight in the receiving game, I do believe he also gets in the end zone. Mm. So why the hell not would we not sprinkle a little bit on his anytime touchdown score prop? You have to actually have to scroll down just a little bit when you're looking, but do your line shopping because it is a little bit cheaper on some books, which is what drew me to this. I found it around 140 on some books, got it at plus 160 on FanDuel. Uh, put a half unit, Devante. I almost said Devontae Freeman. Devontae Smith, <laughs> anytime touchdown score, plus 160. So half unit on uh, both my props. If you're So if you're doing $50 units tonight, 25 on these bad boys, whatever you're doing. So just half unit, uh, as always. That's what we recommend on our props. We love our prop picks all the time, but anything can happen. Much like Christian McCaffrey last yes, week. Sir. Hamstring injury. And, lose a, yeah. and they don't say, oh, sorry, guys, we'll void those for you. That <laughs> yeah. was just such an unforeseen thing. No, the books say, give me all of that money. Maybe We're once a year, but apparently that, that wasn't it. That was not one of those bad beat <laughs> refund days. So there you go. My two props, Devontae Smith over 55 and a half receiving yards and Devontae Smith anytime touchdown score plus 160. I love it, man. I'm glad you mentioned Jalen Rieger because as you mentioned, I, I was the one that was interested in it, but just a little inconsistent, uh, you know, week to week going back to last year. So not going to put enough faith in him. His tar yardage total is lower, but he just 100%. hasn't. Yeah, he just hasn't proven that he's, uh, you know, the consistent pass catcher that uh, I believe that we will see from Devontae Smith starting tonight here. I think so too. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got. Some, I don't think it would be a bad bet as no, far as Rieger. But. I don't think it would be a bad bet, but I just think that it's going. He's at 39 and a half, I believe it is, and I think he's going to be right, right at like around 37, yep. 38, 37 just, to 40. It's just not a. It's not right. worth a nope. risk. So, the books are spot on with that one, but that is what we're feeling there, my friends. So, that is Mr. R. Mags, one prop best bet, and my two props yes, best sir. bet. Let's take those bad boys off of the screen real quick. Make sure I hit the right one so I don't close out the entire show. Producer Colt over here. All right, host Colt back in action. Now, we have the spread play, money line play, money line sprinkle, and uh, game total play. Now, partner, if you would be so kind as to start with the spread. Okay. So where we're going there, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the game. Uh, the game total as well, and then uh, I'll talk about my little sprinkle. Actually, I'll talk about my sprinkle in here as well. So, okay. please, if you would be so kind as to indulge us, what side is the TTL crew leaning or actually hammering the mess out of, I should say, not leaning, hammering the absolute mess out of for tonight's Monday Night Football matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles? Alrighty, so this one is going to be a three-and-a-half spread here with mm -hmm. the Eagles being the underdog here in Dallas, and we are going to the puppies. The dogs are barking in Philly once again. We're taking the Eagles plus three-and-a-half. This fly, Cowboys team is 2-0 ATS, and, uh, you know, I'm going to have to do some research. This popped in my head right before the show. I want to look into if the Cowboys have ever covered three straight games, or at yeah. least recently, because as I preach very often, this Cowboys team is one of my teams that uh, typically I like to, you know, scream from the mountaintops that they're not going to be good ATS because the public, uh, they hit such a huge fan base and mm -hmm. such a public media darling, and... I do believe that this is going to be either an Eagles win like my partner is going to talk about here in a minute or just a field goal game because this Eagles defense is, uh, whether you've seen it or not, this Eagles defense is actually very solid, especially their pass defense. Their pass defense 
excuse me, defense is a top five pass defense, fourth in uh, yards per game so far, but second in yards per attempt. And I think that's a really key number there. I believe it's five yards per attempt that the Eagles have allowed. And I think they're just going to make this uh, Dallas offense get out of their comfort zone a little bit here. I'm not saying the Dallas Cowboys are going to put up less than 14 points or anything like that necessarily, but I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing here. And it might even be pretty similar to what we saw from the Cowboys and Chargers last week. So I really am banking on this Eagles secondary to cause some problems here for this Eagles offense, whether it's Dak Prescott or their receivers. Last thing I'll say here, Dallas, 13-18-1 ATS since 2016. That is Dak's first year as a starter as home favorites. So as a home favorite with Dak Prescott in at quarterback, it has not been a profitable spot for them there in Dallas. So I like this one to stay within at least a field goal, if not a Philly underdog win here, partner. I 150% concur with all of your statements, my friend. In my mind, uh, this number is just way too doggone low, especially after Dallas winning as an underdog. Same exact spread, three points, in L.A. against the Chargers last week. So that really interests me that it just completely flipped, and now they're three-point favorites. That definitely screams a uh, public bet to me, if I do say so myself. But you don't believe me, it's evident. The Sharps have taken their sides here this evening, my friend. friends. 36% of bets on Philadelphia, plus three. But 47% of actual money wagered on the spread is on the Eagles plus three, plus three and a half, wherever you're finding it. Be sure to do your line shopping as well. If you can get that three and a half hook, that's even better. But I do have some pretty doggone good faith that we get a little bit of a shootout here. And... Uh, Eagles money line. I'm looking at that as well. That's why I'm doing a little sprinkle here. I looked a little bit deeper into the money line. So for my best bet, I would suppose, because uh, partner will probably ride this as well. However, I am taking a half unit on the Eagles money line yeah. as well, in addition to a full unit on their plus three and a half. Now, why would I be doing this? This seems like a hundred times out of a hundred Dallas wins this game. That is the exact reason why. I can already hear the public betters now, and I looked a little deeper. Say it with me, friends. Severe monetary liability. Dallas money line at minus 178 tonight is currently getting 92% of actual money wagered on the money line. And then when you have such a variance when you're looking at the spread, you can't help but just do a little sprinkle on the money line because I do believe that's how this game ends as well in some nonsense. Sorry to our Cowboys viewers out there. That all being said, a couple other key reasons why I like Philadelphia plus three and a half are the trends, my friends. Philadelphia, six and two ATS, last eight games overall following an ATS loss. So they are a big bounce back team. And if you just easily flick through a couple trends for Dallas, you see a lot of public trends that they would be playing into. You go below the surface. Dallas is 1-4 ATS last five versus the NFC East. 1-7 ATS last eight games as a favorite. 5-11 ATS their last six. You know I'm a day of the week homer. Monday games, last 16 Monday games, I apologize. And Dallas is 2-5 ATS their last seven following an ATS and straight up win. Mm -hmm. Give me all of the Philadelphia Eagles plus three and a half here today. You have to look below the surface on this one. It seems way too doggone easy that Dallas is getting three, right. and it's already lost the hook on a lot of books, so you know the sharp money's coming in on it, and they want the public to hammer the star. Once again, as I told you with a lot of plays this weekend, 
It's going to take some cojones, and you're going to have to really sweat these ones out, but I don't think we're going to have to sweat this out tonight. So, on the spread for the TTL crew, for us, we're taking, and we suggest you do too, the Philadelphia Eagles plus three or three and a half. And also, I'm sprinkling partners rocking and rolling with me half unit on the Philadelphia Eagles money line. I am most definitely. I mean, last thing to add here, partner, that we've been talking about all NFL season long is these plus three, plus three and a half. Yes, and yesterday confirmed yes, it tenfold. Packers plus three and a half at closing. It was plus three right around this time of day yesterday. Yup. They went out right. Yup. Uh let's see here. The Bengals closed at plus two and a half, but it was three and a half, three, four all week long. They went out right. Dolphins plus three and a half. They covered. Didn't win, but they covered. Uh the Vikings ended up plus two. They went out right. Falcons closed at plus two and a half. Was right around three for a lot of the week. They won outright. Saints plus three. They won outright. And I think that was actually this is actually the best week for these numbers. That was the last one for yesterday, but all season long, first so, two weeks as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, morning Juan. Great to see you, my friend. Love, uh, love you here. Even though you woke up late. Hey, we ain't gonna judge you for that. No, no problem. Sir. Sun rises anytime. No problem whatsoever. That all being said, dude. The number this weekend. I've been screaming it from the mountaintop <laughs> yeah. since week one. Uh -huh. And then you're like, ah, hold on, we'll wait. Week two, okay, okay, ah, I'm still going to wait. And then week three, you bring it to the show without me even knowing, baby, this is the key number. And I hope you guys tune in to Tuesday's and Wednesday's show to get the recap and the look ahead because we were talking about those numbers Tuesday Wednesday, we were looking ahead to the Bengals. I told you to smash in the yep. Bengals on Tuesday before we even looked ahead on Wednesday. I I don't know what it is. These are just the numbers right now, and it's just it, it's trap just, line. Yeah, it is. It's just deceptive. Very, they just make you think, easy. "Oh, this team should kill them," and they don't set it at two and a half for a reason because it's still likely that they can win by a field goal. Should is the key word in that sense, uh -huh. my friend. That all being said, yeah. we'll talk about this exactly. a little more in depth soon. But we got to give you the game total picks. So. That all being said, the TTL crew is going to the under 51 and a half, 51, wherever you're finding it. Comfortable down to 50 and a half, actually. Sure. I will say I'm sure. comfortable down to that. And I'll tell you why we love the under. Well, first and foremost, this game should just easily go over. It's a very severe public bet. And if you don't believe me, let the Sharps tell you. Our good friends over there, the experts, have taken their side yet again, my friends. The under is getting 41% of bets. So, eh, a little bit bad there. But... 76% of actual money wagered on the game total. The experts, the Sharps, have made their plays, chosen their sides. You should too. But if you don't believe me on all of that, I don't really know what else to tell you. Nah, I'm just kidding. I got a lot of trends <laughs> that play into this, my friend. The under is 6-3 and three in the last nine meetings between these two teams. You have to go back all the way to October 30th of 2016 to find a total that there are only two totals that are lower than this total set tonight so they had two 50s in the last 10 games everything else 48 or lower all the way back to october 30th of 2016 don't you think that's just a little bit fishy that this is the highest one in mm. the last five years I don't it still know. still doesn't sound Who like that I? crazy of a number either. You know, yeah, yeah, you know. No, I am telling you, this game is going under, my friends. 
Couple key final closing trends. The under is 4-0 in Philadelphia's, you know me, last four Monday games. It's also 4-1 in their last five versus the NFC East. And the under is 8-3 in Philadelphia's last 11 week three games. As far as Dallas, the under is 4-1 in their last five as a favorite and 9-4 in their last 13 week three games. Give me all of the under here tonight. It might be a sweater. It might be a little wild. I played the under last night, went over only by one score. I pretty much see the entire public seeing that primetime game last night, running to the over with how it happened. The primetime game trend rides on, and I'm not buying it. I believe we go to 7-2. and here this evening so we will be playing the under partner anything else you got on that bad boy? you nailed just about all of my thoughts here and obviously some of my spread thoughts are uh similar here with the phillies pass defense last trend that i will add mm-hmm. here as far as the cowboys public perception you would say hey since dak prescott's been around they have to be an over team right by a, a wide margin yeah they would have to be since 2016 they are 43 and 39 to the under Fishy, fishy, fishy. This is going to be an under game here. It might be close. I think this one could be a sweat. But uh, Railing in the public. <laughs> yeah, I Railing think it's going to be a sweat. Fish. But uh, this Eagles defense has looked really, really solid. And I'm starting to buy into that. They could look really solid once again tonight here, partner. I am too, man. I think their defense can as well. I think their defense is flying under the radar, if you will, and uh, not getting enough respect that they uh, deserve. And you know, honestly, even though Dallas is ranked 32 in the league in passing defense, they don't have a bad rushing defense, yep. so they yep. might be able to do a thing or two, and I believe they can, and keep this game pretty doggone close. I don't think either team gets over 20, or the first team to 20 wins it. Right, and I mean, you look at last week's game against the Niners, um, I believe they the Niners ended up having them over 100 yards rushing, but as far as yards per carry, it was still pretty yeah. solid in the Eagles' favor. I think it was under four yards per carry. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go, my friends. There you have it. Now... No, we kind of went all over the map. You got our mags, uh, best bets. You got his uh, prop. You got my two props. Then we took everything away off the screen, so you didn't know where we were at. And we talked about the spread, the game total, everything in between. Maybe you tuned in late. Maybe you didn't get some of the analysis. Maybe something happened. Well, that's all right. We always got your back. We're always recapping. Don't you worry. So, ladies and gentlemen, open those eyes wide. Open those ear holes nice and wide as well. Whatever you need to do to make sure you get today's best bets that are now going to be live in prime time on your screen. The TTL Crew's best bets for Monday Night Football between the Eagles and the Cowboys right above us, my friends, the left side of your screen. You have our mags best bets of the day. We are both lining up, so I'll knock them out now on the spread and game total. We are both taking the Eagles plus three and a half and the under 51 and a half. He is also going to, and I am gladly tailing right alongside him, Tony Pollard over 30 and a half rushing yards. And then if you direct your attention to the right side of your screen you will also see i am taking a money line sprinkle on the eagles money line because why severe monetary liability and then i also have two props i am taking Devonte smith Devonte smith over 55 and a half receiving yards and Devonte smith anytime touchdown score be sure to do your line shop and you can find it a little juicier here or there Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in it, whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. 
All right, partner. Oh, baby. There we are. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, take a look. Take a look. Here you go. Everything here. Uh, we're taking it off the screen. Something just popped into my head. Juan, bro, if you're uh, if you're still watching live, did you? I uh, he went to the the Bucks and oh, Rams right. game and said he was telling us. Hey. So if you tailed the Rams, Hell baby, yeah. you cashed a I plus money that. fucking Paulie no and sweat. watched a terrific no game. Sweat either. So uh, if you did, hey, drop uh, drop yourself in the comment, little uh, thumbs up, whatever the case might be. Totally forgot about that when we were uh, talking about that. How about the home field advantage for the first Ooh, time in LA? Child, please. That it was, was nuts. Jeez, it was man. Nuts. I was shocked. I mean, yeah. the Chargers are. I mean, the Chargers are fucked but as far as home field advantage. It's, mm, I I don't, uh, I don't understand that. I don't know why. <laughs> he said, "Let's go, yes, let's sir. go, why, I mean, baby." I kind of get. I it's. I mean, the Rams came in in the first first couple of years. They were, I mean, legitimate Super Bowl contenders. You had. I don't know why. The like, basis. So. So, um. Actually, first, uh, before we get into, yeah, this is, uh, we'll just kind of segue into sure. our banter and everything <laughs> here. So, yeah, that's a hey, best bets, everything. We'll get into our mag sidebar, everything here in a minute. Um, what, what really surprised me is that, like, for the Rams, because I have a lot of buddies who are Rams fan, allowed <laughs> Stanford and that, oh, yeah, I bet it, Stanford, no, I bet it was, man. That was insane. Um, what really surprised me is I got a lot of friends who are Rams fans and, right. like, been Rams fans. Since, because of St. Louis. Since St. Louis, right, exactly. Right. I got a lot of buddies from St. Louis. And, you know what really shocked me is that they traveled to LA, man. Like yeah. they they are still Rams fans regardless. It yeah. doesn't matter. One a couple of them live on the East Coast now, right? And they're still Rams fans. Yeah, and I, I I can't even like I can't even like try and imagine it though. So then, if I'm being California, honest. San Diego to LA, you're just here to here, right? And they didn't travel worth a shit. Right. They're just like, hey, I mean, take some of that, and that's all you get. Like, they did have I a decent fan base, but I think I think there was more animosity from they like just San Diego's s- fan base as opposed did to they LA, just get so, as opposed to the Rams. Did they just get so assert from them moving? Because the Rams Diego fans, it seemed like maybe I'm just, talking out of my ass, but Rams fans seemed like they kind of knew it was coming and they kind of accepted that, but they still love their guys. Well, they also originally were in LA, so maybe it right, made it a too, little sure. easier to soften that blow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for fuck's sakes, fans were egging the San Diego. Chargers facility when right. it was San Diego, like right. when they announced yeah, they were moving know. to LA. Like, what are we doing? I mean, hey, 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 talk about that rabbit hole. Never know where you're gonna go at Seriously. the TTL pod. You're gonna get picks, insights, analysis every damn day. We're gonna cash tickets. We're gonna run to the pay window. We'll also have some hot takes here or there, partner. We are early as all shit sure here today, are. my friend. Ten thirty-four. Maybe we have a little bit shorter of a show. We'll see how many rabbit holes we get down here. I got a sidebar um, that can spur a little conversation. Right. Well, I'm uh, looking forward to this. So without further ado, my friends, let me check all the notes. I, I feel like we're skipping something here, but we're just, just not. cruising. Ahead we're of just only cruising. a few bets. We're cruising here, only a few bets and lined up, so didn't need to uh, talk sure, all too sure, much sure. about it. But that all being said, partner. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 133 of the TTL pod on this beautiful September 27th, 2021. Well, my man, we haven't exactly had the most time to talk about the full landscape of college football Ooh, since, uh, since okay. football season kicked okay, off here. Okay, yeah, we because we just it? NFL Tuesday, Wednesday. And we get our Friday yeah, picks out, yeah, maybe yeah, a little yeah, Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it, it does appear that we could be in for at least a little smidge of chaos. You have Bama and Georgia that are just so far. It looks like they're so far ahead of the rest of the pack here. Oh, damn, Todd! <laughs> but aside from that, aside from that, 
I mean, Oregon and Penn State, Iowa are sitting three, four, and five ranked in the country right now. I would say that's at yeah, least a, at yeah, least a sprinkle least of chaos here. At least something to talk about. And obviously, about. you have Cincinnati and Notre Dame coming up this weekend. I mean, it's really kind of playing out for Cincy if they go undefeated. To this has to be the year that they at least uh, break a little bit here and give them a chance. So but I know I mentioned this to you off the show. Sure. Um, that was kind of my reason for backing. One of my main reasons for backing Wisconsin this weekend sure. is that I thought Notre Dame was going to be kind of looking past them, welcoming in the Bearcats into South Bend this weekend. Sure. Because, well, now it, it even more solidifies that I think I'm going to have to lean towards Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I, without looking ahead, without going in, the one thing that just concerns me is I don't think Desmond Ritter can go into South Bend, have his slow starts like he right. always does, go down by two fucking touchdowns uh-huh. because they will score. Right. Notre Dame will yeah. score. Yeah, we saw They're it. not going to jack around like Indiana did. And I don't know that I don't know that Desmond Ritter can go. Oh. Cincinnati's coming in favorites in this game, man. Favorites by two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half point favorites. So I, I mean, that, but Notre two Dame and is half, <laughs> the two and a half does not work the same in college football right, right, as right, it right, does right, for right. NFL. So don't already right, flock right, right. to Notre Dame. But but I mean, Notre Dame is one of the teams that falls under my categories of teams that uh, are going to just have shitloads of monetary liability no matter what the spread no is. Well, so. the thing is, is it was a severe, right. severe right. public bet, and they easily covered the spread and, now, and won it outright. And severe now when I see that, it's bet. like and even more so, oh, Notre Dame's the dogs after they just went into Soldier Field? Like, I don't know. But I also don't know that I trust Cincinnati, basically what you're saying right now. Yeah, I, I just don't think that Desmond Ritter can – I mean, it's uh, – we didn't think it was going to happen. We took him against Indiana. We didn't think it was going to happen that way against Indiana, mm-hmm. and he, he still started that way. I mean, Indiana's good, but they lost to fucking Western Kentucky this weekend. So, Or did they right. win by two? They won by two. They won by two. Only so won by either two. way, they were eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Right. Either way, it shouldn't have been that close of a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know about it. I don't that, know. Man. I really I don't, don't know. know. We're going to have to take a few more looks at that one. But uh, nonetheless... It's just a little bit. I mean, Oregon's number three. They've obviously been good, but it, that's not a typical convincing, holy shit, they're amazing three. I mean, yeah. But I mean, the best part about this for all these other teams is that Oklahoma hasn't looked fantastic. They almost got clipped by uh, West Virginia this weekend. Obviously, yeah. Ohio State's yeah. uh, got a loss. Clemson's got two losses Shout out now. That so. bet, though. Shout out my Mountain Yeah, there you boys. go. 17 and a half. Hammered the shit out of that. I wanted to take them on the money line. I'm glad I didn't, but man, it came yeah, right down to it, it boy. And that, it. you know, that kind of pisses me off because, like, that's number four team in the nation, just probably going to make it to the playoffs because of their boomer sooner. Yeah. That's that's. The I mean, only if they go undefeated, hundred percent. I mean, it's and it's just ridiculous. Like number four team in the nation, like can't even bury an unranked West Virginia right. team. I mean, I'm not saying like fifty six to nothing bury, no. but that's at least got to be. They got to win by at least game. ten. Yeah, at that's got to be a 10, 14 point game. So that. Yeah, That's we really have not seen there. one convincing game from that them no. so far. Oh, hey, uh, sidebar, we haven't talked about him. I saw him just there, or maybe you did mention him. Uh, Woo, Pink Storm, baby. Thought, Holy they shit. They actually might be good. Holy like, legit shit. Legit good. Um, uh, let's see, actually, they are. Go ahead. Uh, ho, our guest for this week's episode of Wise Words, episode number four, uh-huh. season one, episode four, dropping on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're actually recording with him Today. this afternoon. He had a story, a oh, I did read this. A I didn't read seven, this. seven uh, thread thing yeah, yeah. story on Twitter about 
splashing the pot. Yeah. And he always does his story time from the book. And it's the coolest thing. Of, I cannot wait to fucking talk to oh, him. Yeah, yeah. I cannot wait. He he is an electric factory and a half. I cannot wait to talk to him. And you know, as always, I'm not going to give it away. But if you're smart, you can probably deduct who I'm talking about because I did like this and I did retweet this. However, all that being said, uh, let me fix this there. There we go. Uh, all that being said, oh, geez, now we're going out here. We don't want that to happen. Um, all that being said, let me fix the headphones here. Here we go. Uh, just a little bit of an issue. If you can try and fix that yeah, while yeah, I'm talking keep here. Talking. All that being said, uh, he did have a story about some guys splashing the pot. Uh, I think it's this one, yeah. Uh, splashing the pot on the Texas A&M right. and Arkansas game in the side of Texas A&M. So kind of interesting. I'll get this fixed, dude. It's all right. Uh, I think we're going to have to go back. We got a new, uh, hey, another rabbit hole here. We got a new uh, <laughs> headphone jack thing because our headphones were fucking up so much. We're like, oh, we're going to get this new one. And I bought this new one. And apparently the, Second show. the new one ain't worth a shit either. So uh, we'll have to figure that one out later. But that all being said, yeah. Uh, college football is kind of shaking out, shaking out finally. Now mm -hmm. I've looked ahead. There's some interesting, intriguing lines going here into week right. five. Uh, some that I'm targeting early, some that I've already like, yeah, I got to stay away from right. that. Um, but Hey, we'll start. I mean, fuck as it. far as my, go ahead. Go as go far ahead. as my big 10, as far as the college football playoff, it, uh, I'm uh, losing confidence. I, Penn state and Iowa are much better than everyone expected, but I think they might beat each other up here and take each other out of the playoffs because Penn State still got a gauntlet of a Big Ten schedule. Yeah, Iowa dude. still has yeah, Penn State and Wisconsin. And then, and then if they can make it out, they'll play whoever the fucking Big Ten title game right, is. Right, so right, right. I'm a little concerned that the Big Ten might not be represented in the college football playoff this year. True, true. Uh, what I was saying, totally forgot there. Uh, my UFC best Aha, yes. blog, I, uh, I entitled it Picks, Punts, and Parlays. So um, I was going to do like outside the fence as well, but it just turned out to be like I had enough to fucking write yeah. about and put and in the there that, I, that yeah. I didn't need to do that. Right. So I probably won't do that. But I will keep it. I was going to say, I think you underestimated yeah. how much you definitely already and had. Like, I already knew. And and yeah, and yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit. Okay, yeah, there's a lot I can talk about here. So uh picks as far as my picks went uh preliminary cards my friend if you hey if you didn't read it i'm sorry for you my friend because we started the night off with a plus 134 underdog cash mr jonathan pierce against omar morales um we'll let you go back and read if you want to but yes, that sir. was a nice plus 130 up 1.34 units on that bad boy mm -hmm. i loved uros medic uh you backed me I on did. him i was i was super high on him and Jalen turner just had not impressed me the tarantula I've seen him fight every once in a while. I've, I've seen all of his fights, and every once in a while he'd give me a little bit of, uh, you know, he's got promise. But yeah. I, with what I saw from Medic and, you know, those Serbian guys and Slovakian guys and the just the Eastern European guys, I get real, real nervous of when they step in an eight-sided yeah. circle, and I don't like to bet against them. Right. So uh, kind of uh, don't listen to me on him being a minus 500 favorite uh, too quickly. I think he will at some point in his career. He's got a lot of promise. He was yeah. great against Elon Cruz in his uh, UFC debut, but temper expectations. Don't listen to me too much on that one. And uh, immediately upgrade Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner cashed as a plus 105 dog. Mm -hmm. So something to think about there. As far as that was the early prelims, what I had, then the prelims, ah, this was my best prediction of the night. I took Chris Dawkins, uh, TKO to win by KO TKO. That was at plus 125. Yep. So nice, solid, solid uh, cash there. However, I said, which is why I have another side play on this matchup. So be sure to check the punts and parlay section as to which you should have scrolled down. 
on top of that, you saw the punts and parlays, and you saw my second one there was Dalkus to win in round two, plus 500. I told you to put a quarter unit on it. So overall, we cashed big Hell on yeah, Chris Dalkus, and I actually said precisely one minute and 42 seconds into the second round, almost, it was one minute and 30 seconds. I needed about 12 <laughs> extra seconds, and I would have been spot on the fucking money, but uh, it, it played out exactly how I predicted yeah, it. So, it. hey, a little... <laughs> On that one, that Nailed felt it. real, real good, good for, um, for the first one that I ever did. Then uh, got Hooker. Dan Hooker, we, we got a little bit better odds than on the money line. I went yeah. to uh, the double chance market, uh-huh. checked out KO, TKO, or by uh, points. So we right. could win either way. Got it down to minus 135 off of minus 145 okay. on the original money line. So uh, cash that one, obviously. And then Marab Dwalish Willie, I had him to win by decision. I put a half unit on it because I saw something crazy happening, either Marias catching him or him catching Marias. Unfortunately, he caught Marias in the second round. His yep. ground game was just way too damn dominant, and uh, it, it ended up being a scrap and a half. Main card bets. I took Jarzino Rosenstroik. Um... You know, I was a little disappointed <laughs> I was with the, de- the decision. Uh, you know, Blades never did anything for me that was just like, oh, yeah, he dominated that fight. Like, yeah, he was good I on was the disappointed at both guys, if I'm I was just honest. disappointed across the map. It, it wasn't anything. I told you put a half unit on that. Obviously, didn't catch I was really expecting somebody to get knocked out on that one, one way or another. Then uh, full unit on Bobby Lawler. Robbie, ruthless Robbie, Robbie. Uh, cashed him nice and easy. What are your that, quick that, thoughts on that one, though? Fuck that fight. Please yeah. don't do anything like that ever again. That was just to put the nail in a coffin. That was senseless. That was stupid. Right. Everything I said about Nick Diaz came to fruition in that fight. I told you he did not look good i told you he did not need to be there and boy oh boy did it all make sense also i had brian ortega t-city plus 150 he did catch him in fucking t-city mr volkanovsky got out of it he's an animal dude i watched yesterday evening the uh volkanovsky post-fight interview Uh and he said um when he got so what happened he threw the cross right and then when he came back, he went to throw the check leg kick as soon as he came back. And when he came back, Ortega kicked out his legs, and that's what made him stumble right. back. Ortega, the fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu genius he is, president of mine, just jumped on him as fast, secured the fucking mm-hmm. guillotine. And what he said impressed him the most. He said, on top of everything, he fucking secured my legs. Yeah. I did not expect him to wrap up the legs right. that fast. Like, that blew my mind. And if you watched it, fucking Volkanovski is flopping like a fish out of water Uh and he said boys i can't even lie to you that was a oh fuck i'm about to lose this belt Mm -hmm. type of tight and he said uh he said ortega was like yeah i was gargling or doing something here or there whatever the case might have been but it wasn't fucking gargling it was literally me making a noise that was like of an oh fuck noise i'm about to lose this yeah. belt like a, he was like uh, like a little child like yeah. a little child like uh throwing a temper tantrum he's like that's what was in my mind at that yeah. moment like i was fucking done i and, thought he had him dude. and he's like I all of a sudden he's like all of a sudden i just felt a little space i stuck my chin in that space dug out and that was it and i was like oh my gosh does any other venue other than one in vegas let that fight continue after ortega got his face bashed in after that though no no because Fucking, he didn't answer a single question. I know, right. I was shocked that he, he let was, him go. He was looking left when they told him to I look know. right. 
He fucking said three, one, the only two, thing they, five, yeah. The only 18. thing he confirmed was like, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, no. Oh. That was just warrior mentality. Yeah. That just goes to show you how much of a freaking dog I, Brian oh, Ortega is. He's a fucking, he's a fucking <laughs> zombie. He is a yeah, zombie man. and he just kept walking forward. That shit was insane. So, hey, across the board, nothing bad. We did have a uh, Roxanne Motafiri punt too, but uh, she didn't get it done. <laughs> girl, dude, I took, I took her, uh, or I took the fight to go to the distance. Hey, nice little being. minus 250. <laughs> man. It is what it is. Not no big typically deal. valuable, but uh, uh, and then we had a long shot 12 uh 12 weight parlay. I told you I'm gonna put a couple yep. bucks on that because it was just uh, it was so fucking nuts. The only one uh, that we did end up missing, boys, we missed uh, Jarzino Rosenstroik, Brian Ortega, and Martin Sano out of a 12 leg parlay. Mm. So very close. I'm going to yep. keep working on those. I'm going to see if we can hit one of these long shots for the team. And then I uh, did a seven-legger that uh, missed by two. Uh, Uros Medic and Brian Ortega. Those were the only two that missed. So I'm going to keep working on those parlays. I cash one about every three weeks yeah. uh, if there's some goofiness going on. So, hey, that was uh, back-to-back two weeks that I haven't hit them. So upcoming week three. Who knows what happens? I'm just saying. I'm not saying. All that being said, there's the UFC. Um, I will uh, definitely have the, another one out for you guys on Saturday. Who who do we got this upcoming? Uh, the fight night. You've got Tiago Santos versus Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Kevin Holland, Kyle Dawkins is the uh, second fight, though. Oh, yeah, because they were talking about Chris is staying in Vegas to corner his yeah. brother. So. You've got Ooh. Alex Oliveira and Nico Price on the third fight. Not a bad card. Oh, that's not a bad card at all. That's going to take some research because those are going to be some close fights. These fight nights... Honestly, what the uh, matchmakers have been using them for yeah. are to kind of uh, those guys that are at the like the six, seven, eight, nine, six to eleven. Yeah. We'll say yeah, yeah. They use those to fight all those guys. That's why the fight nights have been so damn good because they've been high because, stakes yeah, at least yeah, for those guys. They're using them for rankings yeah. and for like definite movements within divisions. And shit, have they lived up to Most it so definitely. far? My goodness. And then what do we got after that? Uh, you've got Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez the week after Big that. Fan. So Big as fan. far as names, that one looks a little lighter. Love me some Mackenzie Dern. Hashtag don't bet against Brazilians. October 16th, you have Holly Holm, Norma Dumont. Okay, okay. Uh, the preacher's see. daughter getting back in action. I love it. 23rd, Paulo Costa, Martin, Marvin Vittori as the Ooh. main event. That's a fight night. Uh, our guy Chris Mutino back in action on that let's night as go. well we uh, versus about. Aaron Phillips. Okay, that's a um, Let's that see. Much, so. much more equal level of fighter yes. than fighting as opposed fucking to Sean. Sean. Him, yeah. Like, come on. Uh, the 30th, fight night for the title. If I'm, uh, no, I'm sorry. This is 267. I'm wrong. 267. Do they have two paperbacks? They have two paperbacks. Paperbacks. They've got uh, pay-per-views in back-to-back weeks, the 30th and the 6th, uh, uh, November 6th. Turn your phone real quick and go back to that. Uh, 267 and 260. Oh, Back-to-back shit. weeks with the pay-per-view. Uh, October 30th, wow. UFC 267, Jan versus Glover to share it for the belt. You have Aljamain Sterling, Peter Jan rematch, uh, Islam Makachev versus Rafael Dos Santos. Wow. Uh, so that's at the end of the month. And then the week after that, you've got Usman Covington 2 with Rose Namajunas, Shanghai Lee. Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, Sean Strickland, Luke Rockhold, Frankie Ed- Edgar, Marvin uh, Marlon Vera. So those are going to be two loaded fucking yeah. cards. But and then the week after that, it's a fight night. You got Max Holloway, Ayer Rodriguez. So we so. got a bunch of fucking fights Sheesh. coming up, is what my partner's trying to tell yes. you, everybody. So that all being said, there's your UFC update. Now already talked about it, but uh, if you haven't checked them out yet, I don't know what you're doing. Make sure 
you're over and you check out the Wise Words podcast playlist on YouTube, or if you are listening to the TTL pod on your favorite podcast directory, you can find the Wise Words podcast on your favorite pod directory as well. All you have to do is type in Wise Words podcast. You'll see it right there. Talking the line, sports media, big green, two green light bulbs. And then always you'll be able to see our guest of the day on the thumbnail as well. So uh, make sure you stop by on that. New episodes drop every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are recording this Wednesday show this afternoon. Another nuclear power plant of a guest. I cannot fucking wait nope. to chat with this guy. So make sure you tune in to uh, Wednesday's show. Wanted to remind you of that. And then last but certainly not least, before we get you out of here with some motivation minutes, I always got you back. Uh, make sure... Head on over to this episode's description. Hit that link tree if you're looking for additional content, uh, our social media platforms, or you just want to check out the TalkingTheLine.com website. It's all one convenient location for you there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, notification bell as well if you haven't already. Leave us a like, comment, rating, share this with all your friends, brothers, sisters, uncles, neighbors, everybody in between. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and uh, it's only going to help us keep making TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. All that being said, my friend, friends, enough jabbering, jabbering, glabbering, enough flabbing, enough (laughs) fumbling, bumbling over words. It's Monday. Let's get this show closed out the only way we know how and the only way that I know how, my friends, and the only way that I will continue to close this show because there ain't no other show on the market that does it. And as I always say, hey, if you found one that does, you let me know. But uh, I do not believe that there is one out there. But if there is, we would love to have them on and uh, communicate with them on this wavelength. But that being said, Todd, for my motivation minutes, was trying to find <laughs> well, the slide on the bottom. But well, hey, I got it here. Hey, producer Colt was trying to find stuff. Host Colt was ready to move the show along. Time for Colt's motivation minutes. All right, my friends. So... I don't know who needs to hear this today. I don't know. Maybe I needed to hear it today. Um, Very simple, very short, very sweet. And I just wanted to tell you guys to just keep going. Just keep moving. Whatever goal you're chasing after, whatever dream you're pursuing, whatever path you're walking in the wilderness trying to make a way where there isn't one, Just keep moving. Just keep going. Regardless of if it's at turtle speed or rabbit flash, just keep going. Because I've told you once before, and I'll tell you a million times more, just being in the race is more important than what position you're in. So just keep being grateful that you're in the race. Be grateful that you have the opportunity to keep smashing down on the gas and hopefully catching one of those drift wins here pretty soon and getting up around the competition and starting to get a lot closer to the lead. I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know you have the ability. And I wanted to share something with you that I use every single day. I had to use it a lot this morning until I unlocked a little bit uh, a little bit more um, spiritual armor, if you will, as I always like to call it during my morning meditation and journaling and reading. I tell myself this 10 times a day. And I do because I can't bullshit myself. And you can't look yourself in the mirror and not do what you just told yourself. So I challenge you, the next time you're getting tired, the next time... You're chasing your passion and 
I can take a break today. I can... Yeah, I'm not going to change the world today. I, I can take a break. How do you know? How do you know? So the next time you're thinking that, stop by your next local mirror, wherever that might be located. Look yourself dead in the eyes and tell yourself, you're not tired. You have more to give. Let's go. You're not tired. You have more to give. Let's go. And I guarantee you, you won't need more than two times of you looking yourself dead in the eyes to change your entire mindset, realize why you're in the race in the first place, and then all of a sudden smash that some bitch gear back down into fourth and we are back hammer down. I promise. We always have our we all have our low days. We all have our bad points in life. It always it, it all happens to us all. It always happens. <laughs> it, there's, there's no fighting it. There's no there's no magic potion to that not happening. It, it will always happen. There's a lot of times you're going to fall short of the mark, and it's just called being a humming being, and you just have to realize that. So just keep going, my friends. When you feel like not giving anymore, when you feel like giving up, stop by that mirror, look yourself in the eyes, tell yourself you're not tired, you still have more to give. Let's go. It's our time. It's our time to make a difference. Because, I'll close it with this, this thought. If you decided to stop today, if you decided to take today off and take a break, or if you decided that you were just too tired, you weren't going to give the best effort that you had today towards your dreams and goals and passions, what if today that was that day that that call was supposed to come? What if today was that day that you were supposed to get that letter in the mail? What if today was that day that you were supposed to walk in the door instead of taking a sick day on a Monday and your boss hands you that promotion? What if? Stop living in what if and be willing to go all in. Just keep moving. Just keep going. And realize that you're not tired yet. You still got plenty more to give. And you can still continue to smash through every barrier in your path. So let's go. It is our time. I'm right here with you. I'm a humming being just like you. My partner doing it. Give him the blades, baby. Every single moment you can. Because you are worth it. You are kind. You are smart. You are important. So just remember today, my friends, you ain't tired. You got more to give. Let's go. Very often do you wake up in the morning and know that your life is about to change forever. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good stuff, my man. I think you said very often do you wake up and realize. Not very often <laughs> there you go. do you wake up and realize <laughs> that your life that is for going you. to change forever. <laughs> think they might have all known where I was going with yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to make sure it was clarified. <laughs> Appreciate it, though. Uh, yeah, very good stuff, my man. Very, very good stuff, as always. Let's freaking go hey let's fucking go baby that's the go. energy that's the vibes it don't matter you know how colt lays it down i'm not no swarmy i'm not no swamming i'm not no genius and you ain't gonna find the exact same motivation that you find everywhere else we ain't tired we got more to give baby we got plenty of time to sleep when we're fucking dead let's get after it i got your back he's got your back 
Let's go bust down some barriers today. Yes, sir. So that officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. You're not going to like me as much about that. <laughs> I didn't want. I was gonna let it slide, but uh, nothing crazy here, partner. Uh, the alert says Matt Nagy is here. Andy Dalton is week to week. He said he will give further updates on him and Justin Fields, who hurt his right hand but didn't break it on Wednesday. <laughs> so I, I do apologize, partner, but uh, you know the old Matt Nagy circus is very much in town these days. And uh, you know, I was thinking I. My my dream for this is that uh, I don't know if it's nationwide or if it's just a local thing, but Matt Nagy's got these Bears uh, McDonald's commercials where he's basically running these like meetings. I, I my dream is that he gets fired as one of within the he next comes few the next weeks. Adam Gase. That's not even what McDonald's. I'm saying. I'm not even saying that. I'm just I hope they have like some contract where they are like no matter what forced to run these commercials all through the football season. <laughs> And then Mac Nagy gets fired after like week five, and they still have twelve more weeks of running these Matt Nagy McDonald's commercials as the Bears head coach. I don't know if it's nationwide or if it's local, but I've already seen. At first, it was billboards. I got a billboard on my way here that uh, Matt Nagy's big old dumb face is on. And last night, I started seeing a couple of commercials for McDonald's. Uh, I think that would be just a, a, an awesome treat come week 11, and he's he's long gone, and he's still... Uh... So exactly at 11 a.m. it is today. Uh, time to... <laughs> Fuck me. Boys, if you let me go today, we'd be here till fucking 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, to, and we just, we just do a 24-hour fucking marathon of the TTL pod. I don't have the gumption nor the wherewithal to allow myself to cook and boil up to that point today. <laughs> it is overreaction Monday. There is a lot of thoughts spinning around in my noggin, and as an NFL analyst, as a sports betting expert of the NFL, I do not want to put my foot in my mouth so far that I cannot dislodge it, but I promise you I will have some serious fucking things to say <laughs> on tomorrow's show. So if you're looking for the usual Colt 45, Cap and Colt, Bears rant, well, don't worry, my friends. It, it, it'll come around the corner when she comes. But just for right now, <laughs> it's going to have to stay in the suitcase because I will literally blow a fucking gasket <laughs> live on the show, and I need to have just a tidbit of control going through the veins. You're doing well. As you can see, I'm starting to get the fucking shakes as we're already discussing it, and it is not something I care to touch on at the moment. But what I will say is that I did say it on the show, is that there is, I would be lying if there was not a part of me that did not think Matt Nagy was going to ruin Justin Fields as well. And I do not like Justin Fields because he is a Chicago Bear. I do not like him because he played at The Ohio State University. I do not like him because of the move he made from Georgia and the alpha fucking male move to go and play at Ohio State instead of sitting behind Jake Fromm. I love him because of the dog I saw that in that fucking kid at 15 years old in Suwanee, Georgia, absolutely murdering fucking teams filled with 18 damn near kids that look like they should be 25-year-olds, and he was destroying them. And I am very, 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 very afraid now that Matt Nagy has potential of 
ruining Justin Fields. But again, I will tell you why I believe all of this. I will go down more severe rabbit holes when we do the entire week three recap of the NFL. But for now, I have to put it to bed. You would have seen proudly across my chest. Fuck, even if we would have lost by a field goal, proudly across mm-hmm. my chest, that Bears logo. Partner, I told you this at the beginning of the year. If I saw that bullshit that I saw last year, that bullshit, no PSM, no PA, none of it, and we're just putting a mobile quarterback in a statue position in the pocket, I digress. With him already as, yeah. I digress. <laughs> I, I couldn't even hate watching. They're it. going on my fucking secondary TV, and that, that it's done. It's I, over with. I couldn't I'm even hate right watch now, it. It's over I with. couldn't even hate I'm watch done. it. As I'm a done. Packers fan, I couldn't even hate watch it. Bears are minus three and a half in week four against the Detroit Lions at home. We'll talk about this all on tomorrow's <laughs> recap. It's uh, four minutes after the hour. You got everything all in between. I, I don't know where we go from here, everybody, but we'll definitely talk about that and all of the week three matchups all of our thoughts hot takes opinions maybe we're leaning to places early on tomorrow's show the week three recap episode number 134 of the ttl pod but for now ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide for myself and mags Thank you so much once again, and as always, for choosing to stop by the TTL pod today. Thank you so much for all of your support and your following. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday. Unless you have any other plans, make sure you get those best bets of the day hammered in as soon as you can so you can say right side along with us at the end of every show after you meet us at the pay window in the evening. Let's cash some tickets.